February 11th. God morning. God bless you. Hi, good morning. Ah, oh, thank you for waking us up, God. <laughs> thank you for waking all of us up. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Steve, Carlos, and Tony. I'm determined to increase my male listenership, and it's coming. God bless you guys. And I want to continue my shout out to the countries that are supporting this podcast, listening and donating and just following God's way, and it just feels good. So, you know, the we have the top 10. Now, this is in population of who's listening. So I'll repeat the top 10 and then go on to the next 10. United States is number one. Then Australia, United Kingdom, Philippines, Germany, Brazil, Canada, South Africa, Netherlands, and India. Continuing that list, number 11 is France. And a special shout out to Paris, Borgona Franche Comte, and Lee de France. Vietnam and is number 12. They're still gathering data, it's not specified. Indonesia like to give a shout out to San Luis and Rio Negro. Welcome, welcome. And then Argentina, that will be number 14. And, oh, I just did Argentina, sorry. Ireland, number 15. And Leinster and Munster are listening there. Thank you. Dominican Republic. Santo Domingo is listening. In Sweden, they're still gathering data. In South Korea, they're still gathering data. That's number 17 and number 18. Number 19 is Finland. And I want to give a shout out to Usima. They're listening. And number 20, Colombia. And they're listening in Bogota. So thank you so much for listening and your support and giving a shout out. So that's 20 of our 35 or 36 countries that are listening. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Each day I just feel so good to just lay out more prayers and it just feels so good. This one's called Following Your Dreams. If while pursuing distant dreams, your bright hopes turn to gray, don't wait for reassuring words or hands to lead the way. 
for seldom will you find a soul with dreams the same as yours. Not often will another help you pass through untried doors. If inner forces urge you to take a course unknown, be ready to go all the way. Yes, all the way alone. That's not to say you shouldn't draw lessons from the best. Just don't depend on lauding words to spur you on your quest. Find confidence within your heart and let God be your guide. Strive ever harder toward your dreams and they won't be denied. Amen. I got up early one morning and I rushed right into the day. I had so much to accomplish that I didn't have time to pray. Problems just tumbled about me and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me, I wondered. He answered, you didn't ask. I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered why God didn't show me. He said, but you didn't seek. I tried to come into God's presence. I used all my keys at the lock. God God gently and lovingly chided, my child, you didn't knock. I woke up early this morning and I paused before entering this day. I have so much to accomplish that I had to take time to pray. Amen. I think enough said on that one. (laughs) If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win but think you can't, it's almost a cinch you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in the world we find, Success begins with a person's will. It is all in a state of mind. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more prayers. So, so happy to have you today. I know God is. I know the Lord is always with me. He is helping me. God's mighty power supports me. Stay right there. I'd like to read something now from the passage. It says, He spent the night in prayer to God, which is Luke 12. This was a really busy day for Jesus. He picked 12 apostles. Then he taught a large crowd. Then he healed all the sick in the crowd and cast out demons from them. He did all this after having spent the entire night in prayer. Obviously, this is no coincidence. Clearly, Jesus felt the need to pray before accomplishing all these things. But what do you think that prayer was like? Do you think that he asked his father, whom should I pick for my apostles tomorrow? 
What should I say to the crowd? Or how am I going to heal all those people? Getting answers to those questions was definitely part of his prayer. But more than anything else, he prayed to enjoy communion with his father. He prayed because he was he was one with the father and he wanted to savor that oneness. He needed to say, I love you, father, and to hear the father say back to him, I love you, son. All the amazing things he did that next day flowed out of that loving relationship. At its heart, that's what prayer is all about. It is our relationship with God. Of course, we should petition him for our needs, and of course, he loves to hear those requests. But our most fundamental need is to be in communion with God the source of our life. Prayer is meant to be a loving conversation in which we express our love to God and He expresses His love for us. Today, try approaching prayer that way. Think of it as a chance to meet your Heavenly Father. Start by offering Him praise for His goodness, His faithfulness, and His mercy. Thank him for all the blessings that he's given you. Tell him how much you love him. Then listen for his response. He will remind you of his love in so many different ways. He may say, I love you in the silence of your heart or in a favorite scripture passage. He he may remind you of a time when he blessed you in the past. And best of all, he will fill you with his spirit so that you can live as his beloved child. Father, I love you more than anything. Thank you for loving me and making me your child. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord, and for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So I hope in God, and I take heart. I trust in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom? Amen. Everything is not what it seems. There is a stronger force behind the scenes. He is in our lives every day, 
He's right there when we call. In Him is where our strength lies, and I lift my eyes beyond the skies. Only He can save my life. Only He can hear my cry. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it all day. This song is my prayer I give to only you. It can't compare to the gifts from you. You give us your son. You give us your love. And so I say, amen. I know there are some who don't believe. Sometimes it's very hard to see because we live our life every day. Some things don't go your way. But to be without is not his will. There are cattle on a thousand hills and they're all yours to claim. Just claim them in his holy name. We don't have to beg or crawl. He will see you standing proud and tall. He'll give his everlasting love. Come to him as you are. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it always. And so I say, Amen. Just before his crucifixion, Jesus made an astonishing promise. John 15. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. That's John 15. The more I dig, the more I discover that this promise actually works. Connections to Christ. Remaining in him opens the door to a dynamic prayer life. It equips us to be people of impact and to live lives marked by purpose and joy. What do you want God to do in your life? Well, maybe you're navigating a rocky marriage or a new career. Maybe you're struggling with worry or fear or you're carrying a burden of grief. Maybe it's a relationship wound, a betrayal where extending forgiveness or learning to love is not something that you can do. Maybe you just need to know that you are loved and that you matter to God. Wherever we are, whatever we need, Scripture has us covered. And as we pray God's word over every area of our life, we release God's power. We step into his presence and we come to the place, to the person where we find strength, peace, and fullness of joy. Amen. such power and beauty in those words.
Be right back. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. Psalm 146. God is aware of, concerned about, and involved in every area of need that you have, great or small. Too often, however, we want to face and deal with only our external needs. We want God to provide a quick answer for us only in the tangible material realm of life. To dig deeper into our neediness is something we perceive as painful, unnecessary, or too spiritual. God doesn't agree with that approach. While he is concerned about the needs we face in the practical and natural realm of life, He is even more concerned about the needs that impact our very identity and our potential as human beings. Amen. Psalm 28. The Lord is their strength and he is the saving refuge of his anointed. Once we give ourselves up to God, shall we attempt to get hold of what we can never belong, that will never belong to us tomorrow? Our lives are his, our times in his hand. He is Lord over what will happen no matter what. When we prayed, thy will be done, did we suppose he did not hear us? He heard indeed, and daily makes our business his. If my life is once surrendered, all is well. Let me not grab it back as though it were in peril, because in his hands, My life is safer than in my own. Amen. And I want to read Psalm 12 to correspond with February 12th. And it's just interesting that years and years and years ago, this was going on. It's the Psalm of David. Help, O Lord, for the godly are fast disappearing. The faithful has vanished from the earth. Neighbors lie to each other, speaking with flattering lips and deceitful hearts. May the Lord cut off their flattering lips and silence their boastful tongues. They say we will lie to our heart's content. Our lips are our own. Who can stop us? The Lord replies, I have seen violence done to the helpless. I have heard the groans of the poor. Now I will rise them up and rescue them as they have longed for me to do. 
The Lord's promises are pure, like silver refined in a furnace, purified seven times over. Therefore, Lord, we know you will that you protect the upset, the oppressed, preserving them forever from this lying generation. Even though the wicked strut about and evil is sadly enough praised throughout the land. Amen. Or should I say sound familiar? Mm. Sad situation in this world. Okay, commanding your morning a daily devotional. Exodus 34, for I will cast out the nations before you and enlarge your borders. Nothing limits achievement like small thinking. Nothing expands possibilities like thinking outside the box. Unleash the power of your mind. Learn to cultivate possibility thinking. Think original thoughts. In 1886, John Pemberton turned common medicinal syrup into a cultural phenomenon by combining it with carbonated water and serving it as a refreshing drink. Yes, Coca-Cola. And it is now the most widely known beverage on the planet. So think about something that has never been done before. Put your new spin on something that has always been around and see what the Lord does. Bow your head. Father, because you know no limits, I will not put myself in a box. I am made in your image after your likeness. You put the creativity in my DNA. You are a revealer of secrets. Download into my mind prophetic strategies and cutting-edge tactics that can propel me to the next level in my profession, in my finances, in my family, and in my ministry. Lord, sharpen my mind, my spiritual ears, so that I can hear clearly as you share your divine insights. In Jesus' name, amen. Well done, Cindy Trim. Well done. And in Touch Magazine, we live in a non-committal world where the ability to persevere through adversity is a rare character trait. For instance, if a job is difficult or boring, it's all too common for people to quit and find another one. Or when a marriage becomes stressful and unhappy, it often seems easier to give up or start over with a new mate. Sadly, this lack of commitment is evident even among believers. Many of us struggle to maintain a consistent, quiet time with the Lord. Exhaustion, busyness, and misplaced priorities cause us to let that time slide. 
Daniel was a man of steadfast loyalty. Even the threat of death didn't interfere with his practice of praying three times a day. Jealous traps and commissioners saw this consistent devotion to God as an opportunity to set a trap. But the king's words showed him he believed it would be the key to Daniel's deliverance. Your God who you who you continually serve will himself rescue you. The biblical descriptions of Daniel are impressive. He influenced nations and powerful leaders. But have you ever considered that the Lord was able to use him greatly because of his unwavering obedience and worship? If you likewise commit yourself to God, just imagine what he can do through your life. Amen. Biblical, 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 biblical. I'm so tired of stumbling over that word when it pops up. Biblical, (laughs) biblical descriptions. Okay. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Continue letting your light shine. Show others whose child you are. Bye for now.